Good morning, everybody. How is everybody today? I think I met my character match as far as the younger version of myself, the goofball, yet serious. And um, I wanted to welcome you all to Opportunity Knocks, which is our segment on opportunities and seeing opportunities, creating them, taking them, making them, and evaluating them. So every week we invite a different female entrepreneur onto our segment, and it is alive. In this case, we're actually recording it as a podcast. And I have Shana Hiller here, who is not only going to be my amazing yoga teacher, who I'm going to my, do my 200-hour teacher training. You guys know that's one of my goals. Um, for my year, but in addition, she is a health coach. And honestly, I've been following her for a while and she's so inspirational. I just wanted to um, share everything with you that she does so that you all can uh, receive the gift as well. So hello. Thank you. Wow, my heart is exploding. Thank you so much for having me, Michelle. I'm so excited to be doing this with you, finally. I know, right? I mean, aren't we lucky? I feel like it's like we had so many friends in common and and then it just clicked. It really did. It was very synchronistic. Very, very synchronistic. I love when that happens. Me too. So what I would love to do is if you can first tell our audience a little bit about yourself and, you know, kind of how you came to your current, um, you know, position of doing what you're doing. But honestly, you have such depth in a lot of the work that you're doing. Uh, that you're not just a yoga teacher. I mean, there's so much more to that. And I, I almost don't like to describe yourself as that. It's, I really oh. see you as a, um, almost like turning into the next, you know, Brene Brown or something like that. that oh um, but more from a yogic perspective, I would say. You are an intuitive being, first oh. of all. So thank you for that. That, that means a lot to me. And um, I've, 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 you know, labels. What's what's a label when someone says, "What do you do?" It's like exactly. Well, I'm like, much uh, so much. Where do I start? Honestly, <laughs> it depends on who's asking me the question, and mm. I just try to feel into which which response should I give here, because exactly. you know, people understand a yoga teacher, but sometimes uh, the definition of yoga teacher is limited to okay, I'm a person who teaches people how to stretch, and um, that's that's just the you know the bare bare minimum of it. So. Um, so I am a yoga teacher by, um, <laughs> by credential, and I'm also a certified health coach. These are all my credentials. I've been teaching yoga for the past 15 years, but my yoga teacher training did something to me that changed my life. I grew up in New Jersey. I went to college for fashion and journalism, and um, I went to my yoga teacher training because after college, I really... Um, didn't want to do anything with my degree. My parents gave me one last chance. It was between going to yoga school in Costa Rica and going to get my cosmetology license because I had been working in hair salons for basically many years and I really wanted to be a hairdresser. So it's like mm -hmm. huh, yoga or hair. And um, like, I chose Costa Rica, yoga. I'm not sure. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know, coconuts, palm trees. Bye. See you there. Exactly. Um, so, 
So I thought I was just going to teach people to stretch and um, it opened up my mind because I learned the philosophical aspects and I took it very seriously. Um, I actually almost took it too seriously that my journey with yoga and meditation led me to like really isolating myself for about a decade. And that included, yeah, you know, I really went deep into my meditation. Um, I had an eating disorder during the time, which while going through it, I actually thought was just part of my uh, you could call it a death and a rebirth or a transition or um, a phase or a clearing out of like the old version of me. I could get really deep into that. Um, but I did heal that. myself. You, you know, know it, you know, it's such a personal spiritual journey. And uh, everybody has some phase of that that they don't talk about in their life. So that's the beautiful part of about what you're sharing. It's like, oh, yeah, the corporate world. Why did that happen? Well, I had a violent allergic reaction to stress and then basically had to rebirth myself and realign with who I was. That's I have chills when you say that it's it's really important to I'm an open book because Mm -hmm. I think that there's so much shame people carry in self judgment that like, oh, this is a bad thing and whatever it is like life is always evolving and um, transformation and transition isn't always a walk in the park and I'm really again I'm, I'm about letting go of labels so I can be here like, sure, I'm a yoga teacher who used to have an eating disorder and I healed myself and now I help people in the healing process. Um, I also think I'm a human being who has just been um, figuring out who, who I am and what this is all about. And so I now teach yoga teacher trainings. I coach yoga teachers on growing their business, stepping into their power, finding their voice. And we were talking about this a little bit earlier, but letting go of comparing themselves to others and really, really activating their, their uniqueness, because I believe that we all have, um, something very powerful and unique and building confidence is something that, I mean, even to this day, I'm like, Really? I was the shyest person growing up. So um, it's a journey and I really like to empower. And, and interestingly, what? yes, I was also shy, interestingly enough. Yeah. So I figure. that's the thing that like we don't always, um, people always think of us as like, oh, you must have been really outgoing. Look what you're doing, you know, whatever. And you're like, no, actually, it was very uncomfortable for me to get started. Totally. So, yeah. Totally. And when you feel that pull, there's, there's no choice kind of, you know, Absolutely. and it's, it's a practice and it, it's like building a muscle and it's, it's eventually it feels more natural. So, so yeah, so I teach, so I have this interesting, you know, if you say, what do you do? Well, I do many things as you know, and I do run yoga teacher trainings. I coach yoga teachers and I also still um, do life and wellness coaching with people. Um, one of my passions is uh, writing poetry. So that's, that's kind of like my behind the scenes creative um, outlet and traveling. So, you know, I'm, I'm kind of here. <laughs> I'm kind of here to see what uh, the universe wants and to really take action. And so I make it real. There were many years where I did want to escape, yeah. become a monk. And I knew that there was something bigger that I needed to do here in the material world. And so I'm back. <laughs> so tell me, so, why did you choose to settle in LA after being in Costa Rica? So where, so, you know, you've had this expansive opportunity of, you know, and I only know this much of it, right? So it's like going to Costa Rica and I saw that you, oops, what happened here? That's totally fine to be part of it. Yeah. Oh, hold on. (laughs) Where do we go here? Hold on. Please hold. 
Oh, there you are. Hi. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Intermission. That was, that was that was the universe calling. Yeah. So anyways, yes. you know, so tell me, it's like you go from, you know, the experience of being in Costa Rica and, you know, living in New Jersey originally. And so your world is, I mean, I could just imagine your mind like, like, you yes. know, completely expanding. You're, you can isolate yourself, but then how did LA happen? Like, where was the opportunity that came up there? Great question. So um, I was doing half the year in uh, Costa Rica and half the year in, on Wall Street. Oh, wow. That's amazing. In New York City. Because I had moved out of my parents' house in New Jersey to teach yoga in New York City. So I would go to Costa Rica in the winter mm -hmm. and I would come back and I was living with a fashion designer um, in the financial district. Mm -hmm. So talk about yin and yang, talk about extremes. So that back and forth got to the point where it was so extreme that I felt like I needed to find a balance. And I was in Costa Rica in March, one season and March in, in, in Costa Rica where I was living is like so hot and I love hot, but it was so hot and it was just, I, I, I was, could, I was never not sweating. And I was like, I've had enough. It was just a moment. And I knew, I knew yeah. I was like, I need to, and I don't want to go back to New York. Mm -hmm. And I always had not really LA so mm -hmm. much, but like the West side of LA, mm -hmm. Venice and yeah. Santa Monica. I had only been one time, but I knew through my fellow yoga teachers and just through what I knew that LA had a really big health food and yoga and wellness scene totally. and it still it still was like vibing high at the time so the stars aligned and my roommate in costa rica she happened to be coming to la for a wedding and she asked me to like be her date <laughs> so so i came here and um, i explored and i met people while i was here so i came back and i i did it as if i were living here, not like a vacation. I'm like, if I wanted to live here, let me just experiment with this. And I went to various yoga studios and I ended up getting hired at yoga studios before I ever even lived here. So I went back to my parents' house. I shipped my car. I packed everything up and 10 days later, I was living in Venice. Um, so it was, I will tell you, it was an intuitive move. I used all my savings to move here. And mind you, I know that a lot of people do that. They save up, they spend their money, they make a big move. I was like very, uh, I was like a hoarder with money. Yeah, it was like yeah. very hard for me to spend money. Wow. So that was like a big like surrender and trust the universe. Mm. And I was also scared to sign a, um, a lease. I had never signed a lease like that, a, a year lease. And I found a six months, signed a six month lease and it's been seven years. I'm <laughs> still here. Wow. That is crazy. Wow. wow. You know, intuition and, you know intuition mixed with practicality like we got to take that leap and trust so once you got to LA did you feel like you found your people or you know because the thing is is that there's so many opportunities around us and often we don't see it so you could have maybe felt the fear and said you know what it's safer for me to go back to New York I have you know uh, I have guarantee here and you know obviously New York City and yoga yeah. you're make a lot of money on Wall Street. And so, yeah. you know, starting all over, that was like a huge risk. But you obviously saw some sort of opportunity for yourself. Yeah, you're so you're so wise. Um, I felt it. And that's why I experimented. So I'm all about taking action. And um, actually, someone gave me a book, um, I forget the name of the author, but uh, you could find it easily on Amazon. She gave me this book, um, 
one of my yoga students from New Jersey before I left, and it's called Feel the Fear and Do oh, It Anyway. Oh, my God. This is so weird. You realize that when I left the corporate world, I recommend that book all the time. Same. Oh, my God. This is so crazy. All right. Another just another sign. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm sure there's plenty more where that came from. Exactly. And honestly, I didn't even have to read the book. I just had to read the title. Exactly. And I was like, okay, done. And so... So I'm, I'm a, I had been doing enough, um, you know, it's I've gone to Jeffers. It's by Susan, Susan Jeffers. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Susan Jeffers. And, and you know what? She recent, I think she recently passed away. No way. So, yeah. Oh like, my God. There's actually all these books that I normally recommend and all these people are, are recently passing away, but I guess I can't kind of make sense. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, their messages definitely live yeah. on and that beautiful. Oh wow. That light that definitely lives on. Well, I mean, it's totally inspired me and it encouraged me to not just do it like, right. We have Nike that says just do it, which is definitely powerful also, but I'm as a yogi, I'm all about conscious transitions. Mm -hmm. So instead of black and white, like, all right, I'm just going to like cold Turkey, just move there. Mm -hmm. I did that thing where I came and I stayed with a friend for a while. I, I, I came here and imagined I was living here. So I didn't just, you know, have a vacation. Yeah. I looked for yoga teaching jobs. Um, but it was still a risk. It was absolutely still a risk. Absolutely. But I had gotten to the point where I was sick and tired of wondering. I was sick and tired of waiting. I was sick mm -hmm. and tired of, you know, you know, I've been doing enough like personal development work in my life that like my inner wisdom was kind of knocking at the door saying like, why are you staying small? Why are you holding yourself back? And it was time to to do it because nothing in my life up until that moment had ever proven to not work or end me up in some sort of miserable situation. So, you know, the, the, the Costa Rica to LA thing was, it felt like more of a balanced approach. And mind you, when I moved to LA, I just wanted, I bought a bicycle immediately. I wanted to just teach yoga in Venice so I could ride my bike around, go to the beach and almost have it be like, well, it sounded right? like what you wanted was simplicity. Yes. And that's frankly, all I wanted. like in comparison to New York City, I'm sure it's a, it was, at least back then, a lot more simple. I feel yes. like our vibration turned a lot more East Coast New York in the last 10 years. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Especially New Yorkers here. moved here. No, I'm just kidding. I know. That's probably why. I'm like, you take, there's that quote by John Kabat-Zinn, a Buddhist teacher, and it says, um, Oh, what's the exact quote? It's like, uh, wherever you go, there you are. Mm -hmm. So I used to think that, That's oh, if I just move to Costa Rica, like I'll be more peaceful. Or if I just go here, I'll be more whatever, zenned out. And, you know, we just have to do the work internally because, you know, yes, there are certain environments where we thrive perhaps because we connect with nature and whatnot, but you know, your, your mind comes with you wherever you are. And that's something I've learned is like, okay, Shana, because I used to be so nomadic and moving all the time, stay in one place, ground, you know, figure out what you're here to do, start putting things into action. So LA is very inspiring in that capacity. Obviously things are changing. Um, it, I wanted things to be very simple. I didn't really care about like growing or anything like that, but um, it was aligned. So a lot has happened since then. And I still try to keep it as simple as I can though. Yeah. I love that. You know, it's, I, I understand what you're saying. I, and I, that really lands on me because I, I, but what I, what I really 
value about what you're saying too, though, is that at such a young age that you made those choices. So there's a real maturity about the choices that you're making at a young age about like, I'm not going to follow the path that my friends are. I don't want to, after college, go and, you know, study fashion or whatever it is. And, you know, everything, it's almost like, again, it's like conscious transition without even being trained in yoga, you already have those gifts. Um, It was like within you. You know, this yeah. person. Thank you. Thank you for recognizing that. And I will say this is as it was happening, I didn't know what was happening. So I felt like an outcast. I felt like, where the heck do I belong in all of this? Because a lot of my old identity um, was falling away very obviously before me. And I didn't feel like I fit into my old life. And at the same time, I wasn't yet finding my tribe, so to speak, in my new life. And yeah. I felt like I was alone for a while. And I, I stuck with that aloneness. And it was actually a lot of my yoga and meditation practice that helped me navigate that time of transition where I think a lot of people either cling to the past, mm-hmm. you know, or go too far into the other direction. And I was like, no, I, I understand there's, there's a gap sometimes between the past is no longer the future is not yet. Let's be present with what is. And that tuned me into my intuition, which led me to LA. And I did find tribe immediately, I think, because I just kept it very simple. I just went to Cafe Gratitude. I taught my yoga. Yeah. Like I, it, it was immediate. A lot of that has kind of dispersed now. LA is very different, but there were a lot more um, places where like conscious people would gather. Yes. You know, and yeah, raw pollution was one of my favorite. Yeah. Was like really, oh, like yeah. the, you know, raw food scene back in the day. Now, now I just go to Erewhon and I see all my people, but yeah, it's different. It feels different. It, I mean, it's, it feels like, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen that, um, TikTok, my kids sent it to me, but there's this TikTok about going to Erewhon and the Palisades. Oh my God, no, I wanted to see it. It's like, you know, like, I think I saw somebody like shining up the apples and, you know, it's just so like, yeah, it just doesn't feel real. Right. So, but it's, I mean, it's so amazing, right? Like everything there, you're like, this is so good. Why can't I make it like this? Oh, I know. It's like perfect. I know. Trust yeah. Me. So tell me, um, as we look forward in your future and things like that, what do you see like for your future as far as an opportunity? And what would you say that you would say to those women or men that are out there that are looking to make transition, but are so scared? Oh, wow. Oh, I have goosebumps when you ask. Um, I say just be gentle with yourself. That's so important because I feel like stress and worry and doubt are literally energy blocks. It just blocks the flow because, you know, when you ask me like, you know, how did you make the choice or, you know, um, what happened in order for you to decide to do this? And I say, it wasn't me, you know, it would have been much more convenient and easy to just go along with my life and become a hairdresser or become a fashion person and go along with the whole, you know, it would have been less (laughs) stress, so to speak. Um, But there was no choice. So I'm really always in awe of like 
but, but who is really deciding and, and what feels aligned. And I trust that. I trust that. So I say, be gentle with yourself and trust. And also patience is key. I used to be very much like, I need to know that it's going to work out before it happens. And that also was preventing me from moving forward. So step-by-step, step, I'm really a fan of like having people in your realm, in your community that support you Absolutely. and being mindful that people are energy too. And it's not to say, Oh, get out of my life because you know, you're in a different vibration, but be mindful. It's like food. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Who's actually healing you. Who's actually exactly. you. Who's supporting who's actually you. Supporting you. Exactly. It's, it's, it's inspiration is everything. Stay inspired, get into nature, write in a journal. Like you, you are here. Like existence thought it was a good idea to create you and don't limit yourself. Like why not at the same time be mindful, right? It's like not like this blind move. It's there can be a balance. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm, I, I like to just encourage people to stay curious and get excited for what's to come. That is a mental shift that every human Absolutely. being has the capacity to make if they want to. And it requires strength and courage. Um, and I think right now in this given, I, I love what you're saying because I, I, I'm sure you're dealing with a lot of this with your clients as well, but so many clients are blocked right now and um, are choosing to sit in the perspective of negativity. And yes, some people are severely depressed. So that's a whole other, um, that's a whole yeah. other situation. However, yeah. you know, negative attracts negative. So people want yeah. to say like, oh, 2020, it's over. It's like, well, no, it's not actually. We're living. Let's live in the present moment. Let's feel yeah. in the uncomfortableness of not knowing when our next trip is because we love to travel or yes. you know, when the next time we can gather and hug everybody in the way that we used to, or when we could do a yoga class in person and all sweat together, you know? Yes. Oh my God. The good old days. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, what I'm hearing you say is that, it's important to stay grateful for mm. what is. Absolutely. And that's even when it seems like there's nothing, I always go back to nature. I go back to the breath. I go back to like the very fact that we're here. I think if things were that horrible, the sun would not continue. Like when I, I was thinking yesterday when I was hiking, the sun was like right there. And it's like the sun continues to shine. And as long as that's happening, I'm going to do the same. I'm going to do the best of my ability, continue to do the same because, you know, our, our thoughts, our feelings, um, are they emit a frequency and it's it's not to say that you shouldn't feel upset or depressed yeah. like it's the same yeah. thing it's really the, do we judge our feelings do mm -hmm. we shame ourselves for feeling a certain way mm -hmm. these are all passing this is not who we are mm -hmm. and then a thought comes it goes a feeling comes it changes form mm -hmm. it's important to um in my practice, be the witness to that um, ever-changing reality and stay in the spaciousness of, well, who, who am I yeah. besides these fluctuating emotional states that I have? And so that's something I teach when I teach meditation and when I teach yogic philosophy. Um, so I, I really try to stay in that, that spacious place. Otherwise, otherwise, it just gets like horrible. <laughs> then I'm worrying about everything. And like, I can easily be there too. I used to, I used to live there in the worry and anxiety space. And I can easily, if I don't check myself, like drop back in. So yeah, uh, meditation is, is everything. And how beautiful is that, that you could recognize that now? And yeah. that's how you know you've grown because so many people, like you said, just perpetuate that 
feeling instead of bringing in the light. And I love you giving the perspective of as long as the sun is still shining, so will I, because I, I feel the same way. I think before we got on the call, we were talking about how much we love being in nature because, you know, nature's not that quiet. Nature's not that like perfect. And yeah. um, there's a lot of freedom in nature. And we were talking about how we like to be goofy and then we'll get really serious. And, you know, people often ask me things like, you know, you know, I love to work in teams and I love to build community as you know, and it's like, you know, when I worked in the corporate world or different places, people were always like, I really want to work with you because you seem so fun. And, and then I was like, Ooh, I'm a little nervous. Like I'm actually fun, but I'm like, I can be very serious. So yes. I think I'm so fun that I, I get shit done. You know, <laughs> listen, this is beautiful though, because that's such a balance. That's nature too. We are elements of nature. So when I say, as long as the sun is shining, I will too. If I'm going to embrace all of what nature is, darkness also exists. Mm -hmm. The darkness, the death, the destruction, like these, even in yogic philosophy, it's like we, if we do not embrace darkness and I don't mean pretend to love it, but like exactly. understand the laws of nature and how that expresses itself in our being is like we can be both yes we can be that lighthearted, amazingly joyful blissful silly and at the same time get into boss mode immediately right and that's that's powerful that's that's our that's dynamic you know it girl girl you know. all right Jersey, so i don't want to cut us short but we do have to go on to our live it's time I want to actually just have you leave people with just a couple of words, uh, where to find you, by the way, yep. and just one last piece of like guidance that you want to give them. And um, I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful for our time and for the blossoming friendship, honestly, that's forming. And I just feel, I feel blessed. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle. I feel the same way. And thank you for just... Uh, doing what you're doing. This is like, you're the glue. You're like the root. This is very powerful. Mm -hmm. um, so yes, uh, you can find me online um, on Instagram at Shana Hiller, or my website is www.shanahiller.com. And, and, and join yeah. our teacher training. Are there any more spots? Our teacher training. Yeah. Yeah. There's more spots left. It starts next week. Oh my God. Or two weeks from now. Uh, I don't even know. Like the 20. <laughs> I know. I'm like, clearly your assistant was sending me notes. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm supposed to accept the Facebook chat. Hold on. I'll be there. Trust me. It's listen, it's still March for me. Um, it's everything is paused still for me. I'm like, wait, what, what's happening? Um, what would I say to you is just like, look, <clears throat> if you're feeling dark, look for the light, it, you know, and if you're feeling dark, remember that both exist equally all the time. Uh, meditate, journal, <clears throat> trust your intuition, like know that you do have this power within you. And when you get still, and if things feel uncertain, if things feel empty, um, can you, can you hold space for that? Mm. Can you sit with that without forming an opinion about it? This is powerful work. This is That's not right. easy. Yeah. Right. But can you feel and feel it in your body and breathe into that and, and see what happens? Yeah. To see what happens if for just even five minutes a day, you can sit with yourself and observe and feel and watch what comes up as if you've never felt it before. You're a Martian scientist and you're just saying, whoa, isn't that interesting? Whoa, mm -hmm. isn't that interesting? That thoughts passing, that sensations passing. 
and, and, and see what happens. Yeah. I love the word that you used earlier. Cause I really believe in that as well is curiosity. And I feel like people stop being curious and in the meditation and in the silence that we create space is this shine a light on the curiosity of your own life. Take the driver's yes. seat. Don't yes. let other people drive you. You drive. Yes. yes. Or, or let the universe drive. Yeah, exactly. Well, you are the universe. Yes. All right. Well, I love you so much. And I'll I love you. Two minutes on the gram. So excited. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Okay. Bye. Bye.